Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take2Radio. I'm Pam, your host, and pretty much the whole gang is here. We're just missing out on Willie because, unfortunately, they're having a storm in Texas, and he had to take shelter. So we wish him well, and we hope he stays safe. Uh, tonight, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary of Take-Two Radio, and we are very excited to have as our special guest the award-winning actor Greg Vaughn. And he's well-known for his roles on television and movies. His most recent roles are as Eric Brady on Days of Our Lives and as Kelvin on Queen Sugar. Please welcome Greg to the show. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> hey, hey, hey. Hey. Hello, hello. Hey. As hello, you can hello, tell, hello. there's there's a lot of people here excited to talk to you. <laughs> well, I'm honored to be amongst you all. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. We truly, truly appreciate it. And especially for our 10th anniversary show, we couldn't think of a better guest. Oh, you're too sweet. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad. We've got a lot of great things that are coming down the pipeline. But first of all, first and foremost, congratulations on 10 successful years. Thank you. Thank you. It flew by, but uh, then again, it feels like it's been forever, too. (laughs) You know, how anniversaries and birthdays are. (laughs) Yes, I do. My youngest is 10. So, yeah, I know. It's a measuring stick. (sighs) Yeah, Especially with kids, it flies by. Wow. I can't believe I have four adults, so there we go. Enjoy every minute of it. (laughs) You win. win. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, we know we have some limited time with you because, like I said, you are very busy. So we'll go ahead and get to the questions. We're just going to ask you one question each. They're going to be very easy. You'll pass the test. Get 100% and we'll leave you on your way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and start like out. You, here. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But you know the answer, so that's I know. Does that mean I'm an automatic winner? Yes. <laughs> In our book, yes. Well, you think, well, wait a minute, Greg. You think you know the answers to our questions, but you might not. <laughs> I probably uh, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna fake it until I make it. How about that? Okay. That works. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll call it the so, hourglass curve. Yeah. There you go. 
You've had roles in many of the popular soaps as well as primetime series and movies. So we've loved you in everything we, you've done, and we're wondering if you were given a blank check to make a movie anywhere in the world, what would it be about and where would you film it? Wow. Wow. You just come out just throwing <laughs> zingers. Um, <laughs> wow. That is a question that I have never been asked uh, to answer. That's, so that is a challenging one. Thank um, you. I try to do that. So. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm being, you know, I'm just such a big fan as well of just the TV and the film genre and uh, very fortunate to, to consider my, you know, being a working actor for over 30 years. So I'm very blessed and I'm very grateful to have had the ability to do what I've done and uh, to be given the, the platform um, by many successful legends that I've been fortunate to read in front of and, and, you know, that have paved the way for us all, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, I was a big Steve McQueen fan. And I tell you this because my grandmother, God bless her soul. And she was an incredible woman. And she was a big Steve McQueen fan. And I think maybe that has a little bit of, of just, it sprinkled a little something on me into why I mm -hmm. watch so much film, I think, early on in my life. Um, but there was a poster in, so every time I think my grandfather, when he would go to the cupboard to get food, you know, he would see Steve McQueen. And, no. and, and it just like he had to step up his game as, you know, and he loved cars right. and, as an auto mechanic and stuff. And he just like, it, it was just like, he was always in competition with Steve McQueen. Uh, but he was a good looking chap. Um, but I think, you know, uh, just Bullet was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I, you know, really, when I was actually before... I was on Charmed. I had a developmental deal with Charmed. and I'm not with Charmed, with the, the Warner Brothers Network, which is now, as we all know, to the younger demographic, to the generation that still follows the CW, which it used to right. be the WB. And they were pitching, you know, asking me what I would like to do, and I said I wanted to make Bullet in a like a TV series because, I, you know, um, um, I, I love the cop dynamic, you know, and it was like Starsky mm -hmm. and Hutch, you know, and, and, you know, yeah. and it was like the chips, you know, Eric Poncho, you know, it was like Eric Estrada, Ponch, and, oh, you know, and John, and John, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. I was just, you know, in, in back like Vegas, you know, I just like anything with cars and really cool guys, cool cats, you know, they, that was just James Bond, you know, it was just anything with really cool guy and a car I thought was, you know, right to a woman's heart. You know, outside of a man in yeah. uniform, I always thought if I could just wear a cool jacket, you know, whatever, you know, you know, a cardigan, you know, a turtleneck or, you know, a leather jacket, you know, and then just ride a cool car, drive a cool car, you know. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, some cool I'll, I'll sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, you know, get my own little, you know. Um, so I, you know, I pitched that. I pitched like a remake of Bullet, and I think it was just too expensive to bring to television at the time because Warner Brothers was a, kind of a, a new budding network in the uh, late '90s and stuff, and uh, mid '90s. So um, I really, I would like to do, you know, I think if that was an opportunity 
just to dive right in and, and to do creatively something like that would be fun. And I think it's yeah, and- been done to a certain degree. I think there's been like attempts to do, and I know like, uh, what was that? Fast and Furious has done really well. Like I yeah. think mm-hmm. seven or eight movies. Um, so yes, it works. It works. I was ahead of the game. You know, I, at that time, I think I had my eye on something and, uh, you know, whatever thunk. Absolutely. And that's so something that, that you could I, film anywhere. So where would you choose? Uh, well, you know, it's kind of a city point. You know, I did a guest star on Nash Bridges and Don Johnson was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And so he had a cool car. I think he had a, uh, God, what do you have Somebody out there has to know. He had something. It started with a B, a Bugatti. No, not a Bugatti. It was something. It was a really cool sports car. Um, but um, I, you know, I would pick a cool city. You know, Chicago maybe. I know San Francisco with uh, Bridges is home base. So I'm in Chicago. Um, you need to come here. <laughs> I think Chicago could be a cool town. It's a little cold for my blood, you know. Um, yeah. You know, being in California for almost 30 years was uh, was a nice treat, but it also thinned my blood out a little bit. Right. Um, so coming back to Texas is just uh, it's been a wake up call because summer times are really hot, especially in August. So this cold that right. c- has come in has definitely uh, uh, made me uh, pull out some jackets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it doesn't get as cold as Chicago, that's for sure. So you just no, come and you film true. it here in the summertime. That's all. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> that's spring summer. Yeah, we got three months. We don't we don't need much time. You know. I right. Mean, now, I mean, we've learned now with COVID experience and shooting. I did nine episodes of Queen Sugar in seven days, so I was like, I can do this. Oh wow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a challenge. That was a. Uh, it was it was great for me because I, I just um, being having the uh, mental capacity to uh, digest so much material in a short amount of time, and but it's the, the preparation that it mm-hmm. takes time, you know, especially something of yeah. that degree, um, you know, and, and to the creative aspects of our writers that do such an incredible job in the daytime, but from Queen Sugar and what they write, and then. Uh, when you're really given the material, when you see primetime actors, you know, when they're given that amount of dialogue, they're kind of like somewhat going to a panic. So right. um, <laughs> for me, for Same me, I was just like, be in, be in your shoes like, for one day, kind of days. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I can do this really. I just don't want anybody else to realize how fast I can do this in a short amount of time, mm-hmm. because if they do, are they going to pay me less or we're going to like, am I not going <laughs> to, are we going to start reshooting this differently? You know? So, yeah, no, you should get it's, paid it's, it's, more. It's, <laughs> yeah, I know. Amen. From your mouth to Ken Corday, you know, and everybody else and Peacock, everybody. if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. You know, what happened to do it, uh, you know, to be as raw and, you know, organic and, 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 and present, you know. But, right. you know, I've been very – and, hey, I think it's a team effort. I mean, the writing is definitely a major contributor to – giving us the, the, the latitude, you know, to explore, open our, our, uh, our, our tools, you know, that we possess, you know, as actors, if you will. But, I mean, when you have a good co-star and you can play and you can do the dance, you can do about anything, you know. So exactly. I, I feel yeah. that is, a, you know, a, another a blessing, you know. Uh, it's also who you surround yourself, your team. 
Um, I mean, it, it takes a village to, to do something wonderful. Absolutely. Um, With just about anything, TVs, movies, whatever you're going to do in that area, you need a whole team for sure. Oh, for sure. But I know not like now I think they're, you know, with uh, the way a lot of the genre of television has changed uh, to a certain degree, you know, and now we're into this very big cowboy theme, you know, and Yellowstone being the hit that it was in the 19, uh, what was it, 1883 with Taylor Sheridan's products coming out. And I think uh, a lot of the movement and the, uh, the commercial world and branding is all cowboy, cowboy, which everybody seems to be jumping on something that's been around from Bonanza and then some, you know, Rawhide and, you know, Rifleman, you know, all the yeah. things that I grew up watching. So, and being a Texan, it's something I was surrounded by and grew up around. So I was just like, yeah. man. And uh, I had the pleasure of reading and getting very, very close for and screen testing for Rip which was a great character that Cole Hauser ended up getting because I think he yeah. was a bit more huskier and, uh, and, uh, and I was too clean cut all American. But you know, I don't know. You can you look know, pretty I, rough and it, gruff when you don't shave, you know, and you don't <laughs> you just let you let it well, go a little bit. Best. Yeah. It's, it's, and a, you, it's, and a, still it's a, love and, a love and hate by many, many of the fans of, of our show do not like, to see my face covered up too much. Ah, you know, <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good either way. You're good either right. way. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I know. I don't know. Mother, the shirtless delivery is just a little bit more impactful. Okay. <laughs> the shirtless stuff. <laughs> the shirtless yeah, delivery of, of yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I get credit to Ron. Ron and I had a great conversation, you know, before I came on and. And he said, hey, you look like you've been working out a little bit. And I said, well, yeah, I have. You know, post-COVID, I had a lot of opportunity during COVID to, like, just spend a little bit more time in the, in the cell, if you would. So, and uh, I just, and then my, my little gym rat that I had. So, and now, and now it's just become my, my mental outlet, you know, and I love so much. And nice. so he's like, how do you feel about this? And I'm like, it's not my cup of tea, but <laughs> if it allows me to get on the camera more, I guess I'll do what I have to do for the greater good of the, of the show. <laughs> well, I, thank I, you. I we hope so we appreciate that. That's, that's dedication. That's dedication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. We appreciate I, I, that. Well, I haven't seen the numbers yet, but I, I don't know if they've dipped a little bit, you know? Um, no. So I was like, we uh, might have to keep the shirt on a little bit more. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, because you you no. have the Brandon Beamers and the and the and the and the, and the, uh, 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 and the, and the good looking no. Rob Wilson, you know. No, great, great, uh, right. <laughs> just listen yeah. to you to the you know the target Tony audience. Geary once said, <laughs> Tony Geary once said he's like, you know, I reach a certain age, and I, I'm not really the guy that wants to take my shirt off anymore. I, I don't think our audience really wants to see that. So that's how I feel. And, uh, oh, no, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no. I mean let's you're, talk, you're, let's you're talk not, about You're not this. reading the room right. <laughs> right? Greg, 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 if you feel that way, you know, we respect that. We really do. But, right. yeah, you know. Well, I'm not you know. doing Baywatch, you know. So I feel okay <laughs> as long as I, you know, um, you know, I don't have to do it, like, at all times, you know. Uh, Paul Telfer, Rob, and, and Brandon, and. Eric Martzoff and all them, they, they can have their Everybody their takes a turn. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody does. 
Yeah. Well, recently I feel like I've been doing it more so than I should be. Well, you know, dedication. More power dedication to, you. to the art. No complaints here, so we're good. Okay. Uh, Candace, yeah, why but don't you talking? Yeah, cutting into all my ice cream. Okay. Candace, why don't you go ahead and ask your question? So I'm yeah. not going to say I'm not going to say that right now. I'm actually eating ice cream right now. I shouldn't say that. Oh, God, Sorry. that's not fair. <laughs> Sorry, oh. Greg. Sorry. I'm, you know, dedication. I will. I will have a, a extra scoop of ice cream in your honor. Oh, please do. Please do. Okay, I hope everybody listening is, is having a scoop of ice cream right now. Just, yeah. just here's to all you yes. ice cream eaters. I love yes, you. Yes, because it's in honor of Days of Our Lives anniversary, you being here, Take Two's anniversary, just all around. This is the reason I'm eating ice cream. Oh, yep. thank you. You're okay. You're welcome. Dedication. Okay, so I had an original question, but Pam and them told me I couldn't ask you that because it was pretty much the fangirl in me to ask if I could marry you. But Oh, you want to get married? <laughs> yeah. Right, you're ready to walk down that aisle? You know, um, I mean, we can I, I'm flattered. Elope? Yeah. We can have the well, party afterwards. I, I, the party spend the money on the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I failed in that department twice, so I feel like yeah, me too. You know, Don't feel I'm bad. Not, I'm not good at it. And Eric's been married, you know, a couple of times, not a, done a so well. Times. So right. Yeah. You know. Well, you I know. mean, you know, just you know, throwing it out there. I trust me. I I know the feeling. <clears throat> trust me. Yep. That's a whole different I show for you. another time. But my real yeah. question is, we all have a soundtrack of our lives. What is the top Ooh. two songs that would be on Greg Vaughn's uh. soundtrack of his life? <laughs> wow, you guys are peppering me with some good ones. Um, <laughs> wow. That, see, I love music. God, this is where I need Ted King. Ted King is a mu- music connoisseur. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a, an all-around music fan, and I wish I had musical talent because I am a total in-the-closet rock star, um, a total country-western rock star. I, I mean, I just I'm, I, I love musicians. I'd love to see as many concerts as I could. Um, oh, damn, that's hard. That because I can't narrow the field because I, I I love so many eclectic groups you know I mean I'm a big classic rock guy you know from the 80s because that's mm-hmm. just Man, I yeah, have a lot me of memories that fall into that um, Southern rock is a real big instrument in, to me but I love like um, the 90s thing I can't name one I mean I'm gonna have to open that up so if you don't mind it wouldn't be two it, there would be many because I'm a Leonard Skinner fan I'm huge southern country rock um, but I, I you know I love uh, the 90s of Pearl Jam um, you know and Eddie Vedder and Chris Cornell I think is one of the I mean God rest his soul but he had an incredible instrument and I had the pleasure of meeting him as well and so um, I just, Prince, I mean, Prince is just like, just an incredible gift. I mean, 
I'm just envious of all that talent. Um, Garth Brooks, you know, in, in the country, you know, Chris Stapleton, but I love Justin Timberlake and my kids listen to so much new R and B and hip hop stuff that they, I mean, they're in a whole different thing. I mean, they, they listen, you know, to music that I'm like, wow, but there's a lot of depth and story in that, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm more male driven in music than female, but I, I do love all artists. I mean, I, I mean, I appreciate it all. Um, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Stevie Nicks, you know, um, you know, uh, there's just so many that you can go back to, you know, uh, but I, I love hearing the younger music. I, I, I'm a big fan of like, you know, all the music reality shows that are this, this uh, AGT and, uh, voice and all those, I, I, all these artists, and I've been fortunate to work with great actors that are also musicians. And I just like, I'm so just admire their 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 ability to have a great ear of music but to come from family that from jazz uh living in new orleans i saw so many great bands you know um just being um uh in the festivals there i went down to uh oh god what was the name of that i can't remember i know everybody uh the, so many different music festivals that i've seen but the one in new orleans was incredible uh saw some really great artists and um but it's really hard to narrow for me because I just love music across the board. I mean, it really, I, I mean, if you saw my, you know, music playlist, it, it would probably surprise a lot of people, you know, yeah. because I love like soundtrack music. I mean, from Eminem to like, you know, when I go into the gym and I'm boxing, you know, I have a certain kind of a lane that I stay in. Um, and, but when I'm like doing my road trips i i love to hear a certain type of music you know that are that is uh just right for the drive um and uh it and then you know i'm prepping for work if i need something that kind of helped me get into a, an emotional state of mind whatever it may be um it doesn't have to be crying but it could be just a very deep moment then i'll pull something you know so right. It's really yeah. hard, but I, I love music. I am just a huge fan of all collections and varieties of music. So um, I'm, I feel we're very blessed, you know, to hear the artists that we have today. And, yeah. um, you know, it's different, you know, from what my children listen to to what, you know, I listen to and, and to, uh, but I appreciate it. Yeah. That's a good answer. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Candace. Um no Greg, problem. we have two more two more questions from two more people. Wow, Are you I just able feel like to I'm getting warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> well I don't want to Wait, three, Pam, three. Three. <laughs> hey, three. bring it on. Three. I'd rather hey, it's your anniversary, so come on. I mean we, we, we need to do this right. So I've got my kids okay. all independently taken care of. Yeah, oh, me and you. my dog. Me and my dog in the fireplace right now, so it's good. All right. Uh, Next up is Carolyn. Oh, you surprised me. Hello, Craig. How are you? I'm good, Carolyn. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I know we're we're asking questions, but I just want to say I met you in St. Pete about four years ago with Soap This Event, and I have to say that you you were absolutely you were it was there was a baseball game and you were late and all the fans were worried and 
you made an announcement and you said, we will stay. Will and you said you would stay until you spoke to every single fan. <laughs> and uh, did. Yep. Yes, ma'am. And we appreciated that. Yeah, it was, um, I think we were there until about one in the morning. <laughs> I will do it. Well, we all, all the way, no matter what, never, yeah. nothing will change. If, yeah. if somebody ever stopped me for any moment and, um, and they acknowledge me or my work or any moment, I will just give them every minute that I have. Aww. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Well, not not all not all stars do that. So I, I I've told that story to so many people. Oh, what was he like? What was he like? I said, uh, oh, he he was wonderful. Stayed right till the end. Ah, uh, thank you. Okay. Um, uh, my question is, uh, you were a model at one time, and now on days the storyline um, is with you and Nicole and modeling and photography. Are you a photographer in real? In real life, yes, I do that. Oh, you want to? Yes, I do. I, I I have three beautiful models to shoot all the time. Um, uh, my boys, I, I photograph more than I probably should. My my phone is fully loaded, and I can't download any more video or pictures because I don't have a terabyte to do so. So I have to keep paying uh, <laughs> Apple to give me more uh, backup. Oh. <laughs> um, because I, I, just, I, I, I love to shoot moments, you know, because I want to capture the moment. And sometimes your phones, you know, having the technology we have today, we are the accessibility to, to capture something good or bad is, is, is more available to us. And, and I wish there's many things, but I like to ca- capture life moments. Um, you know, if I see something beautiful, sometimes my camera can capture it and sometimes it can't. So, um, I do the best that I can, you know, and just like, you know, and, and, and stop and embrace that moment. And, and, and I sh- since I, it's always a praying moment for me, actually, it's like gratitude. And I see my kid, like my son's played a basketball game last night and they won 44 to 13. He did really good. So it was very, oh. and we went from fo- football to basketball, but um, so they, uh, um, you know, they are always being photographed, um, you know, via me. And, um, but I, I just love to, to have memories that, um, that it, it's kind of like something I know that it, we are in a short moment. And in that moment that I, if I can capture it to, to give my kids a memory, um, I definitely do that for them. And um, because I want to see the joy and the smile on their face and, 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 it gives me joy to capture that and seeing them just blossom into the young men that they're becoming, you know, and, um, yeah. and that's, you know, the, the joy of life and to see uh, my, my, my contribution to the world come back to me um, and through their spirit, through their eyes, through their, their smile. And, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, I do love outside of that, just, taking photos. So I, um, you know, I've been fortunate to travel the world and be in front of the camera as long as I have been. It, it rubbed off on me, and I've, I have about four cameras that I, I, I use um, outside of my phone. Um, so, you know, I try, you know, I'm not good at sharing it, you know, and sometimes I just keep it for myself. Um okay. 
because of this, you know, um, beyond, I'm so proud and I always want to share personal things, but sometimes it's hard for me to do, especially in this realm that we live in of, of social media and content yeah. and, 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 and I, my hands are so full. My plate is full. And, um, you know, there's many older stuff, you know, but it's trying to be present. Um, and I don't do many photo shoots as much as I used to. Um, no. not because I don't welcome it. It's just, I don't have the time, uh, between living in Texas and working in California, I'm on a plane every week. Um, and so I'm living with my boys and my, and my family and then, uh, and, and going to work and doing that and then being present and then counting the minutes until I have to get back on a plane to get home to them and, and, uh, and to be present for the, their moments, you know? So and I was, you know, yeah, we appreciate you taking the time, uh, uh, to come on our tenth uh, anniversary, thank you very much. Oh, I know. I was to... so delighted to be included. Oh, great! <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, and thank and, uh, you for thank anybody you, listening. I appreciate it. You know, and uh, much love to everybody. And I hope they're all enjoying our conversation. Well, I think they are. You have a lot of fans, so <laughs> you know. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Uh, thank well, you, Carolyn. I love them all. And then. We have Anthony. Go ahead, Anthony. All right. So um, I have to echo what Carolyn said. We met at a GH event in Long Island a long, long time ago. And, I, you know, I, you're just a, a beautiful person. And, yes, that does mean shirtless. Thank you're you. a real guy when you're shirtless. But but you, <laughs> with the fans, you are so gracious and so wonderful. Um, you know, and, and I've heard that. I worked for the Associated Press for many years, and I've heard – you know, you're one of the best in the business. So I just had to put that in there. Um, my question is a two-part, one kind of funny and, and one serious. Uh, I have to, yeah. we, we, we have to know, were you jealous that you didn't get to be part of the, you know, that you didn't get to be the devil? And my serious part of that question is you've worked with a lot of greats, both, you know, in front of the camera, you know, Deidre and Tony and, you know, and behind the camera at the whole Aaron Spelling, two shows, the movies you've done. Yeah. Can you just give us a few of the, the folks that gave you something that you still use in your, in your acting today? And, yes, did you, were you jealous? Did you want to be the devil? Um, <laughs> wow. No, I would not want to have been the devil um, or portrayed the devil. I would have been um, definitely um, – I, I thought Deidre in bringing back uh, a moment in history, I guess, since she was levitating, um, it was yep. a bit of a, a shock when uh, Albert, our executive producer, called me and he was like, what's my availability? They have this story and they wanted me to come in and I was going to do this complete, you know, bring the spirit of, of the Lord into the devil. And then we're going to just, you know, get it gone. And, um, it, it was quite the scene and she did such it a phenomenal job, but I do have to say, um, I wasn't in the early part of when that storyline came on, you know, or, uh, um, but coming into it, um, it was quite interesting. And, the voice and how they did all that thing in post I thought was incredible. And I got to catch a few episodes. I, I really want to give hands 
down to like you know I mean applause to uh, Deidre and uh, and to uh, for days just to to jump into that and I know it was a a risk but I hopefully you know I know sometimes things and storylines run a little longer than they should um, so coming back in November when I came back on contract and it was still happening I was like are we not done with this I thought I just you know. <laughs> rid you of Satan and Salem long ago, but you know, um, it was jumping. Um, but it was an interesting story. Um, um, but I, I'm, I'm glad to, you know, have been a, a part of a little bit, a part of it. Um, but as far as like going into things, working with, I, they're icons to me, and you addressed it, you know, like Tony Geary, Deidre Hall, Drake Hogeston, uh, you know, um, God, uh, I mean, that kind of spelling team. <laughs> the spelling, you know, Jason Priestley, who's a good friend of mine, you know, and like, you know, when I go in working with Alyssa Milano and Shannon and, and Holly on Charmed and, you know, and, and been fortunate to do some great movies along the way and, and, and work with. Academy Award-winning actors, and and um, I'm just in even on Queen Sugar. I mean, uh, Rotina Wesley, yeah. you know, um, Don Lynch. She, they were both Juilliard uh, graduates, you know. And um, you know, I've been very very fortunate in my career to how it's just just been put for me. But it doesn't come easy as much as my grandparents. I've always thought that I just smiled in a room and I was given the role but that didn't work that way. I had to always, you know, go in and, and compete for an opportunity, um, you know, to get the role and, you know, and to let my craft, you know, project out there. And hopefully they saw what I was wanting to, to, to in the direction that I, I saw. Um, and um, so I have, I mean, I have a lot of memories of, conversations but we never as my fellow there's it was never something we shared or like what's your method what's your practice how do you work that was something I learned over the course of 30 plus years to where I would trust myself not be as hard on myself um, as I was in the early years that nobody really knows um, acting is a, a very uh, internal process it's a very uh uh vulner vulnerability that you have to be able to tap into and share and i see a lot of new faces that come in and struggle with that and you know i try to be a mentor to some of them and you know now that i feel like i've taken that torch in my own way but um over i mean god it i mean I can cover co- uh, cover on from daytime to prime time, many actors, um, but um, Maurice Bernard, Steve Burton, uh, who I've been fortunate to see more often lately. Um, I look, <laughs> I've always admired his work as an actor because you know I'm, he's good looking. The eyes always get you, but. He just is such uh, Steve, that is. I mean, Maurice as well. I mean, because I know how much it means to Maurice. But Tony was, like, effortless. That was just watching magic. Um, Watching Deidre Hall, you know. Um, But we have such a a really good bond, so we're very um, 
there's such an uh, enormous respect uh, for each other. But, I mean, Deidre Hall just celebrated, I, I swear, uh, like 5,000 episodes on Days of Our Lives, which I was just like, wow, that's incredible. 5,000 yeah. episodes when you're, like, thinking about friends who just, like, did 230-plus episodes in 10 years, you know? I mean, she's done 5,000. And that, I mean, um, and that goes into how long the, uh, the the longevity of what Days of Our Lives has been and for the, the, the foundation of television from going from radio to half hour to, to one hour, you know, and over the course of many, the few past few years, you know, we've gone um, internationally, you know, and, and we have a, a, a wide audience from Australia to Europe, um, South Africa. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's global. Um, and so to yep. be a part of that history is, is monumental, but to be a part of the general hospital family for the time that I was there to be at young and the restless for a short period, but it was, great fun gave me some good uh, uh landing platform to start um i i always lean back to my prime time my nighttime television of being on charmed and 90210 and uh malibu shores and you know and and doing more of that lane you know because that's what i i feel i'm more qualified in um because i was questioning my own ability in the daytime genre, you know, could I keep up with the speed, the tempo, because it is difficult. And the people don't realize how fast we work, especially now in the way that uh, costs, you know, financially, how to keep us afloat uh, and keep us on air. It it works. So having fans that it all comes back to the fans when we have the viewership Um, domestically, internationally, it it just, um, generationally uh we're in this new world you know and you know and uh, starting in 20 years ago um and to still be relevant is 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 quite the testament to what we can do and this is what i think we all meant you're so generous look at look at how robust that answer was you're so generous so thank you so much yes thank you thank you anthony and I, I don't want to forget David. David's been with me for 10 years, and if I skip over him asking a question, he'll come after me. So oh, no. one more. He, and he will, one, too. One more. And David, then, make uh, it good. I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and I feel like I should be asking you all some questions, you know? Oh, that would be great. Oh, have so, at it. <laughs> so but here before we go, we go any further, first we're going to leave it to David to, to ask something special. All right. So what advice would Eric of today give to the Eric of yesterday? Oh, man. You all, I, did y'all, like, send out, like, questionnaires to each other before? I mean, these are, like, <laughs> yes. 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 I mean, honestly, uh, Eric, um, God, where he is today. You know, Eric is definitely, uh, he is expanding his his voice more today, which he hasn't been given. That has been so um, removed from him for the early years that I was, uh, since I came on board. Back in 2012, I think I came on for almost four years, three and a half years. 
And then, um, uh, you know, I, I collectively and professionally, I've had a long conversation with Bob Cavallari, and just we had a really just an, a very open dialogue about giving Eric a more voice on the show this year. And he has really, and to the entire writing staff, they, they've really allowed Eric to become the man that he has said that he was. And he has not making some wise choices, you know, and he's just kind of like living a little bit off the rail on the edge, you know, and, um, his heart always seems to bend his uh, navigation in life, but sometimes comes up short. Um, and so I definitely feel that Eric is growing a lot and taking the time that he's needed to really process where he's, where he's come from and what he's surrounded by, but who he's surrounded by and, um, and, and make um, you know, adult choices, you know, be accountable mm-hmm. for his actions. Um, okay. And um, I definitely think he's matured. It's allowed myself off the camera to do the same. And now I have something else to draw from. And so that's what I've been trying to put more forth into Eric and where he is and where he's going. And, um, you know, I'm excited for what's hasn't been seen and what's coming because it's going to throw a lot of people and I hope that people can enjoy the journey. Um, but Eric has definitely uh, become a major factor on the show and a story point, um, which is long overdue. <clears throat> and I yeah. think, oh, yeah. um, the, you, know, the, you know, I just, I love where we're going and where it's headed. Um, and uh, I, I look forward to what's to come, you know. I, I wish that he could give me words at times, but I also want to I, – I, I get mad at him for a lot of things that he does <laughs> that I wish I could change, but unfortunately, I don't. Uh, <laughs> well, well we, we, so we do love it. Yes, thank you, David. Well, thank you, um, and I thank you all, and 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 I and I hope, and you know, with all your support and everybody that watches, and and you know, and Peacock that coming on board, and I know it's difficult for a lot of people around the world and around the country, and you know, they were, you know, familiar with how we were, uh, you know, um, distributed and telecast, and now we're on a, an app, you know, and we're streamed, and you know, from the Peacock, but they are supporting us and behind us in every way imaginable and more so than ever. And I think it's going to broaden our horizon and give us a longevity that I hope everybody continues to uh, stay a part of. Yeah. I I think anybody that loves Days of Our Lives and has watched it for a million years like we all have is not going anywhere. Uh So, yeah, we're there. But thank you, thank you, thank you from my heart and from all of our hearts for joining us tonight and staying over and 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 answering the questions that uh, everybody had, even though they took you back a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, we really appreciate it. I appreciate y'all and 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 continue great success. Another ten years for y'all and um, another ten years for Days of Our Lives and. 
And uh, once again, this coming weekend, as I hope everybody knows that we're having our Day of Days event, you know, down at the Xbox Plaza, the Xbox Box Plaza, down at the LA Live in downtown. And if anybody is hearing this and is coming, I look forward to seeing you. And if anybody is tempting to come, you better come because uh, you don't want to miss it. Someday, someday, awesome. but thank someday. you, and you guys all have fun, and I'm sure everybody else will that, that gets to meet you all. Yes, and uh, I haven't been on the road in a while, so maybe I'll come back and, and visit some of my favorite cities, wherever you are in the south and the north and in the, in, the, in the windy city of Chicago and, you know, and, uh, yeah. and places I haven't been. I look forward to it, you know, because I, I do love getting the opportunity and the pleasure of meeting the fans that, uh, that uh, take the time out of their lives to watch our, our work and um, to our incredible, talented cast. I mean, without them, we wouldn't be there, but are the team behind the scenes that makes it happen. You know, our executives, mm-hmm. our writers, um, Ken Corday, I mean, he is the man of magic that uh, carries the legend on. He carries the torch from his family for what they started and 57 going on, 58 years, that's a mm. testament. And uh, yeah. just to know that I've put a little bit of, of, of sprinkle on that, you know, is, is nice and and uh, been uh, in a position to uh, make some dreams come true and share it with my family and my kids. And, uh, and getting that Emmy Award was a, a blessing, and uh, I, I hope to have a few more and try to catch Tony Geary. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're counting on it. <laughs> We're counting on it. Well, Greg, we I know. won't be it's, talking it's a big to wish, you before. But we're working for it. <laughs> hey, yeah. so, we won't be talking to you before the holidays, so we want to wish you and your family a happy and blessed holiday or holidays. Uh, thank you so many, and, yeah. and, and likewise to you all. And be safe. Take care of your family and make every minute count, and I uh, love you. Give them a hug. Thank Give them all you. big hugs and, and yeah. enjoy it. Thank to you. all of you, I, much love and be safe. And uh, I look forward to uh, your presence soon. You too. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night Bye-bye. to all. Good night. Thank you so much. All right. Well, okay. you know, it's something we about have... the Take Two magic. We, we bring out, um, you know, He's generous. I, when I said that, it was it was not fluff to make him feel good. He's a generous, generous human being. But we bring out we bring out something in the folks that come to talk with us. Yeah, we do. <laughs> they like to talk. Um, it's a good thing. I mean, he's. I could listen to him talk all night. He has such interesting stories and. Uh, responses to our questions, you know, it couldn't have gotten any better than that. No, and and it's thoughtful. You know, you can hear him, you know, transitioning and and taking the moment to decide what it is he really wants to say. You know, a a lot of, uh, you know, I listened to you guys, your interview with, with, um, with Suzanne, again, another one that, but, you know, sometimes you get the standard answers and, and you know that they've given them, you know, a hundred times over. He was, he was thoughtful. He was giving us what is, he was giving the vulnerability that he spoke about. He was giving to us here as well. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I'm good over here. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. <sighs> 
Oh my you only God. had a minor heart palpitation instead of a heart attack, Andrew. It was, you know, it was, you know, what's funny? Okay, so obviously we, you know, released the news today that we were going to interview Greg Lawrence, and obviously, if you guys know me, you know that I may or may not have a huge crush on him, right? I I don't know. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, and I. I too have met him, and he is one of the nicest people you will ever come across. And so, for those who are attending Saturday's event, if this is your first time meeting Greg Vaughn, I'm going to tell you right now from personal experience, he's one of those who is just so engaged and 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 understand that you took the time to come and see them and the right? funds, yeah, and and the funds, and he will give you. His undivided attention to the point you forget that you're at a sub event because it's one on one. He's looking. He's not yep. even looking elsewhere. He's looking straight at you. It's like you two are the only two in the room when you're obviously in the line. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, just listening to him talk now, you forget that you're even doing, you know, a podcast that, you, you know, just sounded like a bunch of us talking on the phone, you know. <laughs> but that's, I think that's how the, I think those are the best interviews. I mean, that's why we try to keep it professional but friendly and, and in a chat uh, way, you know, friendly conversational way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to request that we start with General Hospital. Is everybody okay with that? Oh, Lord. Sure. Uh, I'm sure. sorry. Go ahead. I have to say this. I That's all right. Go ahead. Big, I had a bit of reservation when I heard the casting of Allie Mills. I said, and I knew. I knew who she, I knew who she was playing for about a week and a half before the news broke. And I said, oh, you know, she's great as Pam, but... She can't bring Pam to Heather. Well, Miss Allen Mills, if you happen to be listening to this, girlfriend, you have done the job. Right? And you have done I know what you're going to say. Yep. Well, she yep. took, and I listened to um, another podcast that's pretty famous um, that she was on, that she's on this week. Uh, she did, from what she tells, a lot of research. Um, watched, you know, hours and hours worth of Robin. And, Robin, if you are listening, girl, we miss you and enjoy your retirement. But, you know, I want to say that there's never going to be a Heather. You know, no one will ever be Heather the way you're Heather. But I I am absolutely loving every moment of Allie's Heather. You know, I I, – I No, I I couldn't agree with you more. I was watching her today – in today's episode, and I thought, you know, I, I adore Robin. I adore Robin. She has always been the Heather, you know, and I, I you just can't imagine anybody, <coughs> excuse me, anybody taking over that role and doing it justice. But when they said it was going to be Allie Mills, I said if anybody can do Heather, it can be Allie because, I mean, of, of how she played Pam. She was phenomenal today. I mean, she was just phenomenal. You you believe that she's Heather, 100%. She blew me out of the water the first time I saw her. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
yep, in those well, scenes with, with Finn. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was and, good. And, and just quick, code, quick kudos to Lisa Lo-Cicero, too. You pulled that scream out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this. I'm, I'm, I'm shredding my divorce papers with General Hospital. Um, you know, I'm, I'm completely back on board. I'm loving, you know, there's a couple things that I'm not loving so much. Yep. But, pace. The weaving, what they, what we complained about for a couple of years straight, basically, they have finally fixed. They're weaving everything together so nicely. They're playing the beats perfectly. Uh, I'm, I'm really on the edge of my seat, and I will predict this. I think Heather is Esme's mama. You think so? Oh, yes. I tweeted that last night. I, I, I think that Heather is Esme's mama. I know I posed yeah. that question to you earlier, but yeah, you got yeah. Wow. I got you thinking, didn't I? Wow. Well, you know, and I like what you said the other day, Anthony. Um, you know, everybody's of course wondering who the the hook person is. You know, and uh, you mentioned that maybe it's um, Trina, Trina in a blackout status, you know, like uh, multiple personality or something, you know, and I thought, hey, that would be a twist. That would be great. The only that thing would be that, a that, yeah, the only thing that, that twists me up about that is, you know, there's no, there's no pulling her out of that. There's no, you right. know, she's going to get off somehow on a technicality. Well, I mean, she could always go to the cuckoo farm for a little while, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, I, it wouldn't be the first time. Imagine I, she ends up getting it, locked up with Esme's mama. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and let's throw Nina back in there for a while, just for the heck of it. All right, so I'm going to give you my pet peeve with, with GH2. I have two of them. Is it mine, first too? Foremost, <laughs> first and foremost, I am so tired of, of the plot point where they – Use the I've got to take this telephone call, and and they disappear. They they don't even just step away from the table or go to the end of the room or step out of the. They they gone. They just gone. Um, you know it's used too much. General Hospital, please find a new plot point to move people out of the conversation that you know you don't want them to hear certain information. And my second and more, you know, um, deep ingrained pet peeve at the moment is I am so – I love Nina. You all know this. And I'm even mm-hmm. a Nina and Sonny fan, or at least I yeah. was until very recently. I am so tired of hearing Nina say the same things over and over and right. over again. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I got pushed to. It wasn't my fault. It, it, there's yeah. only so many times we can hear the same scene over and over and over again. And you have a powerhouse. You have a powerhouse in this woman. She was Annie for, you know, that word <laughs> safe. She, mm-hmm. you know, you have a powerhouse and you are wasting it with, with I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it. No one's ever going to like me. Okay, it, you know, it's been a year of this now. Come I, yes. on, G H. Yes. Recognize what you have and use it. 
my saving grace to my pet peeve is I think when, she, when all, it all starts to come out, we're going to see some amazing work for all the actors mm. involved, for Caitlin, for uh, uh, Laura as Carly, for Nick. We're going to see some amazing work. So I'm willing to put up with it for a little bit more if this payoff that's coming. And I have to say, I do not believe that this is the end of the Jeff Weber storyline. I, I, I'm, I'm with Finn before um, he found out, you know, before he walked out the door. I don't well, think don't this you is the think truth. there's going to be a don't you think there will be a confrontation? So I, I agree with that. Yeah. With Finn I and Jeff? I think no, just with the whole thing. Finn and oh, I Jeff. Think, I think there's going to be a confrontation with Finn and Jeff. I think oh, there's going to be a like huge that. confrontation with Elizabeth and her parents, uh, both of them. You know, they all. what I'm going to say to all the fans out there who are lambasting at the moment, this is not the end of the storyline. I promise you. Keep watching. There's more coming. I can't tell you what it is because I don't know. But I have been told by my, my, my sources in GH that we're going to see a second wave of this storyline at the end, towards the end of November sweeps going into, you know, into December. There's another wave mm-hmm. of this. So stop lambasting it. You know, you're right. It, some of the pieces don't make sense. They don't add up. What does what the fire in Franco's studio have to do with any of this? I get you. I hear you. But let's give it a little more time because more is coming. Yep. And, and I just wanted to add, because it was so brief like that, I'm not buying what Jeff and Carolyn are selling. Nope. Nope. And I, but I will say, I think they did uh, William and uh, what is her name in real life? Um, I think they did a great job. Yeah, I, I can't think job. of her name either. I love I love William Armoses. He's one of my favorite actors for for many years. So I'm glad to see yeah. him on there. Um, I don't buy it either. I not for one second do I buy that story. She may have pushed her down the stairs accidentally, but there's something more to that story. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I don't see, you know, and I hope Finn is not mad at Liz because Liz was a kid, you know. And she told the truth once she found out what it was. And and if anybody should be mad at her father and her mother, especially her father, since his wife had a, an affair with it, with him. But when he walked out on Liz, I was like, is he mad at her, or he's just upset at the whole situation in general? So let's 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 pick this apart for a second because we really have to think about it. First and foremost, he became a drug addict over all of it. He, he gave up, you know, years of his life over all of this. Right. Then, right. He, you know, he fell in love with Hayden, and, and look at what she did to him. So mm-hmm. his first reaction to walk out the door, I don't, I don't blame him for that. This is Finn. You know, Finn who loves Roxy, the, 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 the little throwback to One Life to Live, by the way, but who loves mm-hmm. Roxy, the little lizard. You know, he's going to come around, but he has every right to have had that reaction. Every woman in his yeah. life, and the one who didn't betray him up to this point, the, the saint, 
that he couldn't save. Think about that. He couldn't save right. her, and he he almost destroyed his life because he couldn't. And now she was knocking boots with Jeff Weber. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I, I can't blame him for the reaction. I don't think oh, he's mad not. at Elizabeth. You know, yeah. I, I will definitely, I will definitely be on board for conversations and scenes where, I, you know, how can I ever trust any woman? It's not you specifically, Liz, but every woman has, has because she didn't tell him the truth when she started to, she drew the picture, et cetera, et cetera. He gave her every opportunity to kind of let him in and respected her wishes and stepped back, but he didn't know it had anything to do with Rako. Once he found out, it, it is so understandable that this is his reaction. Yeah. But he's going to yeah, come I through agree. us. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think after he steps back and really thinks about it, uh, he will. Yeah. He definitely will. Okay. Does anyone think that that little piece of paper did not say, yes, you are a Scorpio? Is there anyone here who oh, doesn't it did. say that? It did. Oh, it did. It did say that. I'm, I'm like oh. 99% sure that that's what I saw. I mean, it, the paper went so fast that, but I he could lied. swear it said, you are the father. Well, not in those words, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm doing my Maury moment. All right, Maury. All right, Maury. And you yeah. know why uh, he lied? No, why? Because well, he feels he's not good enough? No, the necklace. the necklace. You think that's the only reason? Yeah, because Brick says he has more of a whole... Pam, come on now. Mm, well, I mean, he, he kind of felt, to me, it looked like he really did want to be part of that family. And that's why I was like, okay, so why is he lying about it? So if it's just the necklace, you know, but he felt like mm. he wasn't good enough. But if it's the necklace, then, yeah, I get that too. But let's see who's going to get their hands on it. with that necklace? Yeah, he'll probably get his hands on it instead of Victor because maybe that's what's going to make Britt leave, which I hate that she's leaving, but I'm happy for her. Me too. But she did say that she will be rec- uh, coming in on recurring basis. So it, this isn't the end of Brit period. Right, right. But uh, you get used to seeing her. You know, I love her character. Yeah. I love her. So, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be kind of hard not seeing her all the time. But, you know, you take what you can get. Yep. Okay, Frank, Chris, and all the powers that be, I got another tip for you. We need more information. We're done with these cryptic little visits between Mason and Austin. It's time mm-hmm. to let us know oh that Selena Wolf is the big boss. It's it is time to let us know that Selena is the big boss. Yes, <laughs> too long. It's like you, you get to the point when they drag these out so long, some of these things, on any of the soaps, that you just don't care anymore. Kind of. You don't even care if you find, get an answer or not, you know? And is this woman, could it be Selena? I think it's Selena. Yeah, I they think keep, so too. They keep teasing that, that Selena has a, a much bigger role coming up, 
Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's a, a much a master plan, and they they sent Sean off to the West Coast, and there was supposedly ties of the West Coast coming here. They dropped that storyline. They found a very clever way to bring back Holly, though I wish that Holly was actually Ploma and not the real Holly. But, you know, I, I'm, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Emma Sam has long COVID. She really can't stay long. Yeah. So, I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'd rather have her here and, and under this kind of storyline than not have yeah. her at all. Um, I'm with you there. But I do wish it was Paloma instead of. But then again, you know, we've played that storyline. Alex and, uh, you know, how many, yeah. how many evil twins yeah. are out there? Ryan. <laughs> right. You know, how many evil twins are out there? So, like, you know, this is, it's an interesting way to play it. Um, thankfully, my Lucy, you, you all know, my bad A-Z-Z, um, you know, love, from back when she was at the Mousy Librarian that suddenly yep. took oh, off her jacket yes. with Dr. Kevin yes. Perry's husband, and it was like, yes. like oh, this is Lucy Coe. You cannot kill off my Lucy. You cannot oh, kill please. off my Lucy. I really don't believe she's dead. Victor's got her somewhere. She, exactly. She's got, Victor's got Luke. He's got Ethan. Yeah. He's got yeah. Lucy. And probably a couple yeah. other people. We're gonna we're gonna start calling Victor yeah, because... David Hayworth Cassidine. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, um, the thing is, he's blackmailing um, Emma. And right. uh, I was thinking that he has Ethan. So he's got to have Ethan. Yeah, he does. That, that line that and he he's said, holding Robert um, over her too. I'll kill him. Remember, she, you know, I'll yeah. kill him. Yeah. Yeah. So that you know, was my thought exactly. Mm-hmm. Holly does love Luke. It could be Luke. But I think it's both Luke and Ethan. I she think it's know Ethan. Robert. I think. No, he doesn't have Robert. He's holding she, Robert she, over her head, but he doesn't have right. Robert. We're talking about who he has. Oh, who he has. Okay. Yeah, no, he wasn't saying that he would kill Robert David. He was saying he would no. kill whoever it is that he's holding. Right. Okay. Right. So I I seriously believe 100%. I, I don't even think – I mean, yeah, she would probably, you know, work along with Victor uh, if he had Luke, but I also think that she would probably tell Robert or Anna or somebody or – but – when it comes to her son, she's not going to, yep. yeah, she's not going to bury yep. and she's not even going to try to talk to anybody and say, hey, help me. He's got my son. She's not even going to take that chance because Victor is everywhere and he seems to know everything about what's going on with who and when and how and why. So I could see it being that way. And And speaking of, like he always has a an eye on um, – uh, Mora, what's her name? Ava. 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 And um, I think, you know, she's on to him completely, and she's going along with some of the game, but she's also fighting back. And Nicholas okay. almost got the hook. And I thought at first it was um, the whack job pretending to be the hook just so she had, you know, could get away with killing him. 
but now I don't think it was her. You know, I keep seeing on social media, this is another pet peeve, actually. How are all these people getting on and off Spoon Island? Yeah, you know, all the boats. Mm. He's right? got security. You tell, you're telling me he's got, like, 12 security on that island. They don't see all these boats coming and going? Where is, <laughs> right? there? is there a stash scuba gear somewhere? Is there tanks and a mask? And the, you know, come on. How are all these people getting on and off Spoon Island? I, I'm sorry, I, I just had to say it. I, I love I, I love my soap opera fans because you know. It, it, oh, and the moss was back. Did you see the moss, Pam? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Candace is back. I have to say this too. I love that they, that Ned. I, I don't love. Okay, I love and hate that Ned threw the little securities exchange inside a trading thing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love it and hate it. However, why didn't Carly go immediately to her best girl, Bestie? I, I know she's pulling it up with Sam now, and I love that, and I, I love that she's getting more enriched female relationships. But why didn't she go straight to her Bestie and say, yo, your husband's getting up in my stuff, and yeah, you know me. Think. You would say You know me. I love you, but I will take him down or throw him down a flight of stairs, whichever comes first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's so true. Oh. Yes. <laughs> We've been talking GH. Any oh, um, Lord. Wow. Wow. Come wow. on, girl. <laughs> what okay. do you mean? Go ahead. Because girl. because seriously, this has been my trigger. For the last couple of days, anybody who's followed me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and all that, you know how I felt about General Hospital. Okay, General Hospital, you kicked off your your 60th season a couple of weeks ago. We're now in in the 60th season, the actual anniversary coming up soon. How do you – the whole Jeff Weber – the Weber storyline, how did you mess this up? It's not messed up, Candace. There's more coming. No, but I, no, I don't know I don't what it is. I, Mama, Mama's the one to push such and such down the flight stuff. Bet any amount of money. Yep. As me, as me, just and have this child. It's too predictable. That's the problem. Like, yes, you gave us everything for fans who've been waiting 25 years. You gave you gave us some good acting from Rebecca Hurt. And I'm saying it now. This girl better be nominated for an Emmy next yes. year. Because if not, if not, I'm seriously going to have an issue. You played all the beats on Monday, last Monday. Her saying, you weren't there for me when I was raped. Yeah, the heart and the grief and the birth. Right. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're going to say, in all, in all honesty, the whole Kitten caboodle is because they weren't there for her for 25 years because of Finn and Finn's wife. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. My thing is is that you really did go back and took a little bit of what happened with Laura and Rick Weber, and then you went ahead and you took a little bit of Luke's story. 
because of Patricia. Remember Patricia? I bet yep. some of y'all don't remember her because we haven't heard about Patricia in forever. But to me, you, General Hospital has done this five times where they build a story up, and it's like you're plotting. You're, okay, you took Elizabeth and the Webbers, right, to give more story to Finn. What is wrong with that picture? Exactly. Please. All intents and purposes, bring back the other Rebecca, a.k.a. Hayden, well, and, here's the thing. and give him... Well, here's the funny thing. So I watch, see, I'm a person that does context, context clues, right? Okay, number one, Elizabeth is from Colorado, not California, because here's the thing. Sarah Weber, in 2003, see, this tells long-term general hospital fans, you know where I'm going with this. She moved to California because that's where Elizabeth went to because her parents were still over in Africa. That's where she gave birth to Cameron at in California. Yep. She yeah. never ran away. She was t- she, they pretty much said, you can live with the next-door neighbors. Elizabeth went ahead and wanted to come to a family member. Because she's like, if Sarah can come to Port Charles, so can I. Okay. How old is Sin? I'd say 55. Oh, okay. Now he's 55? Because I'm like all confused with the Finn, timeline. 55? Hmm. Right. You I don't think Sin is 55, though. But no, but what I'm saying you is... Based on the Elizabeth got... story, yes. Right. They based on... him. They, they did. They aged him for Anna. Right. They aged him and for now, Anna. And here's another thing. G.H. Writers, I know you probably don't know, but I'm going to help you out. Six years ago, when Michael Easton came on as Finn, he was already in development, development of a um, cure or, you know, doing more Blackboard. of the Blackwell disease. This is why he was experimenting with the drugs. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's, and it's pretty bad when I just went down the whole correct history of everybody, but now you're making Jeff a two-time cheater, maybe three. Did I, did I start with that? Because you got to nope, fit nope, in nope. Hayden. You got to fit in Hayden. Yeah. You have to mark Esme. And then you, you had um, uh, Rico Suave, as I've been calling her, Finn's wife. That's what I've been calling her. But then you have the flip side, the mother. You know, G.H., I'm keeping my divorce papers, but I'm going to do something that I've never done before. I'm going to Amazon Prime it because I want to make sure you get it within 48 hours because in 48 hours, there better be a twist in this because I saw yesterday's episode with Elizabeth and Sent, and I was like, I didn't expect for that to happen now. It's amazing how you can rush certain storylines. You do a slow slow pause on it. You wait six to nine months. Then you get back to it and act like this is all brand new. It's like this is the best thing since, since I don't know what. But this Elizabeth storyline, like I said, I can separate the acting from the storyline. But as a fan of General Hospital, as a fan of Elizabeth Imogene Weber, I felt as though I got duped. I knew, and the sad thing is I knew GH was going to do it, 
but I actually believe, call me crazy, that they were actually going to give me Elizabeth's point of view. I thought that something, because once they said we brainwashed her, we hypnotized her, I was done. I was done. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, see, I, I get it. But I was like, I don't get it because they made they made them a little bit too much for me. And GH, I know you were trolling the fans because we've all said every new character that's come on your canvas, you have given them within six months a whole family. While poor Elizabeth is there, and when she said this line, I was waiting for you guys to come and get me. I was like, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. And then when Carolyn, when they said, because this has been irking me, and Anthony, everybody knows this, you followed Jake on his social media page to find out what was going on with Elizabeth instead of calling her and being a parent and finding out yeah. what's going on with your child. And then you're going to try to take credit for her? Oh, no, 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 no. So when Elizabeth said what she All said, right. she said, no, you do not get to take credit. I stood up at my house, and I was... Because yep. I was like, I was yep. like, y'all need yeah, to put y'all stuff down. Like, don't do that. And sadly, we know people who will take credit for how their kids' lives are, even if they're not a part of it. But for them to do that, but the, the bigger picture is, GH, you actually ruined the Weber family. You ruined Jeff Weber the same way you did with Rick Weber. You ruined Caroline Weber. We never met this woman. But you kind of ruin her, especially yep. if, if what I just said is true, that she hypnotized or made Elizabeth, you know, like planted that in her head. But in reality, it was her. It was the mama that pushed Rico Suave. All right. And I'm going to go you one better, Candace, because I'm not even going to accept that mama did it. I'm not going to accept that Jeff did it and either way, and they had to brainwash her. The only way that their storyline is going to be a winner for me, and since the Weber family is already destroyed, might as well go full force. Rako walked in and found Jeff doing something to Elizabeth, and Mama brainwashed her to forget that and make her think she pushed Rako down the stairs, mm. and bing, bang, boom, it makes it all worth it. That's the only thing that I can conceive of at this moment that makes the rest of this storyline worth it. And again, to all the fans out there, I, I, I hear you. It has nothing to do with burning down Franco's studio. I, you, you know, they pivoted somewhere. This is not the original storyline. This is not the original storyline. They pivoted well, somewhere for some reason. It. Yeah, Jeannie Francis said it at uh, the General Hospital event like a couple of weeks ago. The original storyline was supposed to be a mental health storyline. That was, and we all saw that. That was the beginning stages. But the problem is, yeah, Anthony, I would agree with your story idea. It's just, no offense, I saw this with Laura. I saw this when Jeannie Francis was about to leave the show, and they had her in that awful storyline of her realizing that she, that, you know, Rick Weber killed somebody, you know, stuff like that. Me personally, and I'm going to be honest, if they were to do that, I would, I, like I said, I would have such a problem with that. And because of what we know about Elizabeth Weber, that she is a rape victim. 
she's an emotional abuse victim. Okay? So, mm-hmm. in order for this storyline, because I'm going to be honest, Dan, Chris, what's up? I got to think like you sometimes. I have to go there and, and ruin a character. So, I'm ruining Mama because we, we the audience, do not have enough history with Mama that they can actually pull, put her under the bus, throw her under the bus. And it could be the fact of her bringing up Hayden Like Mama. Nurse Mary Pat. Right. Yes. Right. Like, that's the thing. Because right now, General Hospital, you got one, two, three, four, five, six storylines right now that you have no idea what you're doing with. You're actually going back right. to one storyline from February of this year. The other ones, I'm just like, I, I, the other one with Willow, it writes itself, and you're not even going to do it. But it's got to be a plot point for all of them. I'm just like, and, and like I said, the icing on the cake is Elizabeth. Like I said, Rebecca Hurt, Rhea Moss, and Denise Cosby, great job acting-wise. But part of this storyline, I'm just like, how did you make it about this? But this is what they do. And I'm sorry, I got one more bone to pick in all this. I I didn't even think of this before because I gave a couple of other bones that I'm picking with GH before. You know, we have not killed off Grandma Audrey, and we have not sent her to another town. She's still living in the same house, and the boys go to visit her every once in a while. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, but during all this that we didn't get, and I love the, the – I cannot think of her name right at the moment. And I love Merriweather, the one that stepped in for her. So, you know, oh, yeah. if the, Rachel, if Rachel can't come, if Rachel can't come and Merriweather can't come, there are plenty of actresses who could step in the role because Candace at least will admit this. Cuckoo Pam playing Heather. Um, okay. Okay, you done did it good. There are plenty oh. of actresses out there who could come in and play Grandma Audrey. I agree with you. And see, here's the thing, mm-hmm. General Hospital, again, you brought in Heather Weber, right? So, again, me, I'm like, okay, let's fit Heather Weber into – like, if you take a look at the canvas, right, because it's going to make sense what I say. There's no real reason Heather Weber should be there. Just, just, just work with me, right? However – she could be the reason. She's that same mama. Like, no, well, not only that, I'm about to do some fill-ins. See, this is what we call fill-ins. You take a character, because when she started attacking Elizabeth, that was out of nowhere. I'm going to be honest. Yep. Franco's been dead now for a year. A uh, year. You, I can get you being pressed at Olivia, because she, like you said, married up, and Stephen Lawrence right. is still in prison. Okay. But let's be real for a second. Right now, we have a hook storyline going on, right? Right. Okay. So right now, it decided to take a break until recently. They was like, okay, we need to, we need to do somebody. We need to kill somebody. Okay. Then you got this whole, ironically, Heather came on the same day as Jeff. Huh. Okay. And then you got the whole, who's as me biological mama? Mm-hmm. To me, Heather oh, is a friend. Oh, but wait, I got one even better for you, because I bet none of you thought about this. It's going to be two years coming in either April or May that Franco's been, uh, Franco died, right? Okay. 
But right. also, it was the scar of Elizabeth's storyline. You know, the yin yank, winky winky, up and down, around the bend, trying to figure out if she got DID, split her, you know, twin sister, evil stuff. 20 bucks say, Heather is the one that was messing with Elizabeth. And that's why Elizabeth was thinking she was going crazy and saw Franco and all that stuff. Mark my words, that's General Hospital. There you are. Still in. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, right, there's a lot today. of things. A lot of things I'd like to talk about as far as General Hospital is concerned, but we have 35 minutes left, so we need to start hitting on some of the other. Go to Dave. Um, so, so let's do Dave's for so Carolyn can uh, talk instead of just <laughs> listen and Carolyn, hopefully stay on because yeah, we, yeah she's here. I'm, she's I'm here. here. I'm here. And. Did the wind die down? No, it's still, geez, I'm <laughs> listening to the uh, trees hit my garage door. and I, Well, I'll go out later and see what's going on. Palm fronds on my deck. No, the wind's still uh, kicking. Well, it, it's not gotten stronger, has it? It's, is it a tropical storm still? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's which still, is yeah, it bad enough. Lingering, they say it'll pass over probably in another hour or so. But you get the the uh, bands after it leaves. You get the bands. Sometimes they're even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just stay safe. So go ahead and tell us what you want about days, woman. Um, what's everyone's thoughts on um, uh, who's the the actor that's coming on soon, Burton? I'm not familiar oh. with him. Is he? Steve you Burton? didn't watch um you didn't watch the two Peacock what, yeah. events. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, honey, well, go, you got go you got watch. Peacock now. You you can watch those. Yeah, They're still on there. Go back yeah. and watch at least Beyond Salem too, because he wasn't yeah. in the first one. The first one is great too. Yeah. You should go back and watch that one too. Oh yeah, but, yeah. For now, go back and watch Beyond Salem too, because so you can get um, so you can get you, a, you know, a rough idea. You can get the, he, the feel of it. So are I you are you, see, are, are, are you guys happy that he's going to be on there, or what's your what's your take on it? I'm not. Well, Ron says you, it's an exciting story, so um, I like to believe him, and I I think that if it's for him. Um. Yeah, I, I'm keeping an open mind. I don't have a thought either way yet. You know, I want to see what they're going to do with him because, you know, he was involved with Hope. I mean, that was a whole storyline on Beyond Salem, too. So how is that going to happen with him being in Salem and there's no hope? I, I don't get what's going to happen hmm. there. There's no hope. There's no Sierra and Ben. Right. Um, hopefully yeah. he'll be. Hopefully they'll give him the comedic moment when he meets Alex and says, "What? Wait, wait. What's your name?" Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I don't see it. And and honestly, since the COVID protocols have changed, I'm sorry, but I want him back on General Hospital. I'd like to see him back on GH as well. I know there's a lot of people that want him, and there's a lot of people that don't want him back on GH. Um, yeah, it's a mixed and you know what? I I don't have a problem with 
you know, he didn't want to get the vaccine. That's his option. That's his prerogative, you know, and he left the show because they needed to, you know, it was a mandate. But he never said anything bad about them. So to me, they left on good terms. Yeah. I was well, he's, he's, uh, he, I followed it a little bit. He was a gentleman. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. it's just another great divide. We've got 50 that, you know, are for him and 50 are against. So here here, yeah. we, here we go again. But I know you guys yeah. are great uh, General Hospital fans. Um, and I was just wondering your feeling on him uh, coming over today. What, uh, uh, what's the story? It's going to be. The thing is, there's nobody. There's nobody on canvas right now from his first run way back before he ever was Jason Quartermain. Forget right. about Jason Morgan. There's nobody yeah, left right. on canvas that he interacted with. And Unless Hope has dream. made it very clear. You know, Chris Christian has made it very clear she's not coming back. Ben and Sierra are right. gone. So there's nothing that ties him to this canvas. So, right. That's why you know, I can't figure out why he's coming. I mean, that just I, makes no sense. Oh, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly why. Because he's got a big enough fan base that they got him to the well, mothership. Well, that yeah, then, but I'm talking storyline. I know. Yeah. But, no, I agree with know, that. It's gonna. It's gonna be. You know, and, and they do this. Days. I love. You know, I love you. And there are certain things right now that I am very on board for. Um, having said that, though, I'm forcing myself to. I guess it's all right then. Yeah, they uh, Um, they want the following. They want they want his following, and um, (laughs) when they brought Duck Lips back, and and man, she was quacking when she came back. When they brought Duck Lips back, there was such potential. There was so much they could have done with her. All they wanted was the ratings. All they wanted was the buy-in because she was going to be back for those couple of weeks, bam. You know, every yeah. time they do this, it ends up being a throwaway story that you don't really care about. In fact, you might even get annoyed about. You know, well, when, is, he, is, um, he gonna, is he under contract or is it just a temporary thing or does anyone know? He's I, don't. They haven't, I, I heard contract. I don't think it's heard, come out yet. I heard oh. contract. As far as I know, they haven't released whether it's a contract or just an arc. Just a tease. Okay. So I have to say this because, all right, when Steve Burton made a decision, and keep in mind, he made a decision, and he had to live with that. When he made that decision, General Hospital had to figure out certain things to do to kind of, you know, they – they rewrote storylines because they didn't have Jason there. Obviously, mm-hmm. with Carly, the whole Drew factor, because we'll all see, they just don't know what to do with Drew right now. And, of course, with Britt. Okay. I know a lot of fans was like, well, when the mandate is lifted, Steve Burton could come back to General Hospital. Here's the thing. Yes, he could have come back to General Hospital. But at the end of the day, Whose decision is it to come back to General Hospital? Steve Burton. It is. Frank Frank Disney could say, hey, Steve, Steve Steve-O, baby, you want to come back? Steve could say, you know what, we have some good times. But no, I'm not coming back. And that's clearly what happened. Keep in mind, during the time he was off of General Hospital, he did days while alive. 
I'm well, I'm well, gonna I'm I'm not sure about that only because well, that no, I'm mandate just, I'm was. Just, I'm just saying I'm, I'm just saying like it all like okay because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you another reason why I think him not being at GH is a good thing and it's also a bad thing too because here's the thing currently on General Hospital the landscape of General Hospital is is too much clutter it is too much clutter on that show and we all know that if they try to squeeze Jason in, you know exactly where he's going to go at, and, and that's not even a, a clutter-free zone because he would be in Sunny Nina, Carly Drew's orbit. Sam and Dante, maybe, I don't know, but really he's, you know, he's going to be back where he was a few years ago. Keep in mind, they yeah. messed up his return in a way, too. Now, the flip side, so real, real talk. I, me personally, would not feel comfortable going back to a place where I made people feel uncomfortable. In other words, when you made the decision to go against, you know, and again, you're right and everything, but you did Mm -hmm. put a lot of things on pause. You did have some people who kind of was like, oh, well, okay then. So selfish reasons, because you know some people thinking this, selfish reasons, he's doing this instead of being a team player, da 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 You have some people over at Prospect Studios who probably are thinking like that. Because General Hot, because when the news came out the first time about this, there was a lot of mixed responses. Some people was like, Steve should have done it. Some people's like, no, Steve shouldn't. It created a lot of drama in the workplace, like somebody else, but we ain't talking about that. But he was able, Steve, like you said, Steve spoke about it one time, one time, and he dropped it. He's like, it is what it is. I have nothing but love for General Hospital. They were my home. They were my family. Keep it moving. I'm still an actor. And then a couple of weeks later, breaking news, he's on Beyond Salem, too. The character he played was the first character he ever played on the soap. I thought he did really good. He was acting. Do you see what I'm saying? He was acting and not so cold. He did this with yeah. Young Russell. He was acting. There was an opportunity. Now the thing is, is that, yeah, with Beyond Salem, you know, a lot of people did tune in, not just just see Bo and Hope. I mean, granted, that was the headline. But to see Steve Burton on another soap and see how well he was going to gel. Now, the article said he's going to be working with Deidre, and um, I'm going to just I'm going to throw it out there. Get ready for the search for Bo Brady 2023, only on Days Live, exclusively on Peacock, because they have to they have to start doing that. I think that's where he's going to fit at. But I do want to see how he he does with everybody else on Canvas. Yes, I wish that Jason was back on General Hospital, but I'm going to be honest, I don't trust them with Jason Morgan at this point with General Hospital. It's crazy. It's, I wish Steve, Steve, if you're listening, step on by. We'll talk to you. But I do hope that everybody keeps an open mind. I do hope for Steve Burton's, you know, great success for him at Days of Our Lives. Um, Ron, Ken, crew over there, Take care of him. And obviously you did because he said yes. 
Well, did, and you, you need to pass? Do you think that he ran his course on General Hospital? Um, like, what are what are your views? No, is, no, uh, no. no. Wait, you said do I do we think he ran his course? Yeah. <laughs> um, whew, how can I answer that? You mean yes story wise? Yeah, story wise. Um, no, I don't think so. Story, story wise or character wise? Because I can go even over with this. Okay. <laughs> Another fifty. Okay. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say this. This this is the reason why he did not run his course. Because there's one more story that always needed to be told with him. A bullet, uh, falling down the stairs, this this being submerged under three million tons of dirt or whatever it is. There was the story that was never told that he gets the bet the rest of, he gets the first memories back where he's got all his yeah you know Jason Morgan, all these years but, we've been waiting yeah. but Jason Quartermain's yeah. brain yeah. comes back and he's got to yeah. he's got to rectify and 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 understand you know between the two versions of Jason yeah. that yeah, would be a storyline that would be wait, amazing wait, but Anthony but Anthony, let's be honest real quick the sunny storyline that we're seeing right now that we saw from Nixon Falls on up be completely honest. Our listeners know this probably. But that was supposed to be Jason in the sense of you have Jason Candace, who has to they be had to, Candace, they I, had to switch that. This wasn't the way know, the storyline was supposed to go. Sonny was supposed, was supposed to come to be back Jason still with Ava. no memory, and he was going to be Jason in reverse order. Look, Jason was going right. Yeah. yeah, but you You two have great storylines. You always come up yeah. with your slant on the storyline, but it doesn't mean to say that that's what the writers of the show wanted to do. Now, I've right. seen comments that they're just, t- I don't, you know, you know that you know that I don't watch, but I follow a little bit. And a lot of them are just saying it's too much sunny. You know, come on, it's a, we... It, I can hear what you're saying, that there yeah. seems to be, like, some favoritism. Well, well no. No, but Carolyn, you know, that honestly, was the planned storyline. He was going to come back still with amnesia, and it was going to be the reverse storyline of when Jason Quartermain lost his memory and became Jason Morgan. It was going to be Sonny is now the quote-unquote protege, and Jason at that point was running the business and married to his wife. And he was so going to have no memory. Oh, okay. So, and also, when the mandate came put down, the and Ava factor. But you got to remember Ava because here's the thing: Ava is the one who failed patient six. At that time, Sunny yep. and Carly did not really like Ava, right? So to have Ava be the one to find Jason and kind of use that to her advantage in a in a weird yeah. way, that was supposed to create the drama between. Sunny, Carly, Nina, and all of them. Sort of like what they're doing with Sunny, Nina, and Carly, and Jason. They pretty much was like, okay, we couldn't do it right. Let's try again with these characters. Mm. If it doesn't work, because that's what they've been doing lately with General Hospital. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. It's like they start out with a story or a character. Then it's like, uh-oh, womp, womp, we made a mistake. Oh, well, we're too deep in. Let's try again with somebody else. So we went from Jason to Sonny. We went from Nell to Esme. We went through Cody, Peter. You see what I'm saying? It's like you mm. come out with the same thing, but then it's like, oh, wait, this isn't working. Let's try again with these people. 
Yeah. All right. You know, for the sake of time, and, and we're going to have to be quick, let's jump over to the bold and beautiful. David, you start us off because you've been quiet tonight. What are you <laughs> loving and hating on bold? What am I loving and hating on bold? Mm. I cannot stand Ridge at all because I he's not being fair to Brooke. I don't think he's right for any of those women. And I think they should both dump him. But, you know, I'm just a fan. And that annulment is just a piece of garbage. I can't believe he's doing that. I mean, they've been married. How does an annulment fit that? And they've been, and they consummated. I I can't see an annulment. In other news, Thomas is the person he's always been, and I cannot wait for that voice app to show up. And I think Douglas might be the one to point that out to everybody. I I look forward to that. I do like it that, uh, with uh, yeah Matt and Annika scene where. She stopped him, but I'm not certain that's what she wanted. I hope I hope it is. I, I think it's just going to prolong and make Thomas worse because she did that. I'm just going to say this. If this is your way, Bold, of pulling Steffi and Liam back into each other's orbits, I'm done. I'm done. I hope I'm wrong, but I can kind of see the writing on the wall. Go, Candace. Um, <laughs> I, um, you know, Ridge is crap. Is crap. Brooke, you better get your That's power true. suit and act like the Brooke Logan. I know you are. Taylor, uh-huh. girl, it was nice to see you. It was nice to see you. Bye. Hi, Kristen Allen. I was wondering where you was at. I can't with some Thomas, no shock. I, look, when we saw that voice recorder sing him about, I was like, oh, Lord, somebody's going to play with it in a, in a wrong way. Um, because I have so, a bridge, okay. Check this out, Ridge. You don't even get, get I can't. I can't. Next. But I still watch the show. Darn it. Darn it, Bolt. I still love you. I know. I'll say I'm done. Damn. I'll never be done. I pretty much agree with everybody. I mean, you know, we're, we're back to the tired storylines and... <sighs> I know of an actor that is tired of a storyline being repeated. Uh-huh. And uh, I can't say I blame any of them and whoever feels that way. There's a million stories to tell, but they're not being told. And you know what's going to happen next. You, everybody can figure out what's going to happen next. If they blindside us with something... I'll eat my words. Me too. Exactly. 
I know nothing. Yep. So, that's it for that. Young and the Restless. <laughs> that was sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you like that, Carolyn? <laughs> let, let, let me... Let me I'm just say this real quick. Star, two stars, three stars, four. <laughs> it's like one star. Real quick. I, 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 I have to say this about Younger the Rustless. And I think all of us will, will, will agree with this. Melissa Claire Egan. Melissa Claire Egan. Melissa Claire to the Egan. Lead actress. Actress. Yes, yes. ma'am. Yes, um, ma'am. You know, it's funny. I I think all of us have been fans of Melissa since All My Children on up, right? Yep. And to see her really grow into these characters, right, whether it's Crazy Annie or Crazy Chelsea, right, no pun intended. And right. for a while <laughs> we kept saying, what is the point of Chelsea being on the show? Like, you know, honestly, and sometimes that happens. When a character is just there and it's like, okay, what is the point? First and foremost, Younger the Rustless, Josh Griffin, and Chris. I, I never do this a lot. I, 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 you know, I've been giving you a lot of, you know. But you guys went there with this storyline. You did. To the point where I got scared because, and see, this is why we talk about soaps, that the fact that we're supposed to feel these emotions because in the yep. moment, I mean, and they may throw clues at us. Seriously, this is, and this is a real-life situation. It people is. sometimes do not pay attention to the signs of people who are suicidal or is going through a mental breakdown. Even, of course, people who are going through it themselves doesn't know it until it's too late, in a sense. A couple of weeks ago, there was a scene where Billy and Chelsea was outside on the roof, and they yep. were just talking. Mm-hmm. And I said, why do I have had a feeling I wasn't going to see the last of that? Even though I said, okay, Younger Russell, you're redoing Billy and Amanda. But I was like, there's something not right with this. The fact that she mm-hmm. was pushing for the two boys to know each other, that she wanted Johnny to know that she was the mother, and Carter said, so basically you gave the child up. The fact that Victoria, like, everything was coming at her at once. Right. That week, that Monday, first and foremost, when Young and Russell's had that freaking warning, I was like, wait, that's the first time in its 50 years. They they never had a warning like that. Yep. I was like, something is not, so, what are we about to do? When I saw, and by the way, Young and Russell's beautiful shot, beautiful shot. I forgot that was a green screen. I forgot that y'all was actually a soap for a minute. I really thought I was looking down at the D.C. streets. I was like, holy crap. When she said, when Billy got there, and I know people had, had issues about this, when she said, tell Connor I slipped, I was like, oh, my God. I yep. said, I, no, we're the- not going there with this. When she went, it's like, it, it's amazing because I saw a lot of people talk about the storyline and saying, oh, you're going to have to try to sugarcoat Chelsea because now everybody's going to be like, oh, Chelsea is so hurt and she's like a little flower. You know, you can't. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, like people said she needs to pay for her crimes. 
here's the thing. I'm going to be real, real talk, real talk with Take T Radio. Going to jail, paying people back, and stuff like that, that's one kind of punishment. When you're about to end your life because of the consequences that you made, you know the term, you made a, you, you dealt with all the consequences, now you got to lie in your bed. That's what Chelsea has been doing. She's literally been making her bed. Being a con artist to the stuff she did with Billy, Adam, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Jail time is easy peasy. But the fact that you said that you would be, you, people would be better off and you would be better off if you weren't there, that is the ultimate punishment. I'm sorry, keeping it real. Because I know so many people exactly. who have gone through because, this. Because mm-hmm. at that yeah. moment, she, what she's telling us is, I don't even know myself anymore. And right. I don't know how long it's been since I knew myself. And I can't yep. find a way back to myself. But don't break my son. Tell him I slipped. That's what she was really saying. It was, was so like, good. I was so like, good. The oh, the double on and, and Jason Thompson, honey, you, my gross, Miss Sharon Case, all of y'all, I'm throwing awards at y'all because y'all did some good supporting work too because everybody was like, why Billy? I was like, it would make sense for Billy because guess what? Billy is actually dealing with a mental crisis himself. He deals with right, imperf- right. imperfection. He has a crutch. See, Chelsea is his crutch. And wait, I'm sorry, crutch- but I got to throw one thing in there too. Delia. Oh, yeah. Mm. We can't, we can't but, forget but, Delia but, either. I mean, Delia's a part of it, but let's, go, let's look at the whole psych of Billy here. Billy has been second best. Second choice, second rate, he has never been the best. So the thing is, is that I feel like I'm really doing a therapy session when I say this, that when you have somebody who feels, it's a C, okay, it's a CBT. I know, this is where we get really deep here. When they have a chronological behavior trait, which Billy does, because he always tries to outdo somebody else to get the credit. Yep. That he, that he never got from Jill. He has a mummy issue. Jill, Chloe, Chelsea, Lily, Kyle, you know, stuff like that. I was going to say Colleen, just Lord Candace. A mummy issue. And, but at Max, right, he has this oh, thing. But then it's always these people who they're going through it, but when there's somebody else who's kind of under them, who's going through it, they feel as though they're the best thing. They feel as though my life is so much better than yours, I'm going to help you while I can't help my own self. Yep. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Kansas hit it and, all on the and head. And the thing is, Billy said something. This tells you that he was trying to, he put blame about Chelsea on Adam. That's a CBT as well. Because chronologically, Adam is the source for a lot of things. But that's because Billy, because, again, bring it up, Anthony, because of Delia. So he feels as though Adam is the trigger for Chelsea. I'm going to be honest, young yep. man, you kind of you did something. Sharon is a trigger for Chelsea. But I saw what you did, and I give you kudos. Because Sharon is a therapist, but she's not handling her case. Get it, Sharon case? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here all night. But I have to give you kudos because I feel like I'm, I, 
I feel as though this is William J. Bell. Now, yes, I know what Josh's agenda is, because we just said it. It's Emmy bait. But I'm going to tell you something. Younger Vassalist, between that storyline and the Devon and Abby story stuff, you guys realize you're a soap, and you guys are turning 50 next, next March. So cool yep. to get for doing it right. Yep. And I have yeah. eaten crow on this show when I have had to. Now I'm going to cut into my Chateau Beyond and my garlic cheddar mashed potatoes because <laughs> Devon and Abby, it has been way too long that we have been waiting for this, and I actually am enjoying the way they're playing it out. They're actually hitting the beats right for once. Yes, yes, yes. Now, oh, Lord, there's a lot wrong, too, though. And, Candace, you got to admit it. But these two are driving this soap back to the – it's been the number one, and I, I, can't, I can't understand why uh-huh. the last maybe year and a half, but it's driving it back to this is why The Young and the Restless has been the number one soap for 30 years. Oh, yeah. Yes. This is getting sick. And here's the thing, real quick, before I go. For those who said, oh, but Devon would never do anything like First and foremost, this clearly tells me y'all didn't watch. Because, and I thought this was so messed up. Devon has cheated before a couple of times. He's actually instigated. Yep. Um, because remember when Hillary was married to Neil, who was blind? Uh, yep. uh, uh. Then he kissed Tyra yep. when he was with Roxy. And then with Amanda two times, cheated on her. The thing was when when Chance and when Chance and, and um oh she Amanda walked in. I don't know if y'all saw it or not, but yep. when they saw Devon and Abby on the couch getting it on and enjoying the afterglow, there was a freaking picture of Devon and Neil right there. I was like, you know what? Uh uh-uh. uh. I was like, y'all so trashy. Cause it was in it, and it was directly from Michelle Morgan picture to Brighton James. Yep. I was like, I I saw that yep. younger Russell. I caught that. I yep. caught that. I don't know if that was a thing. I really don't. I'm just I'm just trying to prop it up for it to be a thing. But I gotta say this, Melissa Orway. I knew they had to figure somehow to connect that baby storyline, cause Lord knows, ooh, to something like this. But I'm gonna tell you something, Michelle Morgan. Girl, I know you made the decision. Younger Russell, you're going to have to live with that. But she showed me why she is lead actress. Connor Floyd, yeah. baby, you've come into your own. i got to give you your props. Brighton and Melissa, let's go. I think, this I, is I think that, yeah, I think that, um, <laughs> um, oh, my gosh, I can't think of her name because you're talking about all these other people. Michelle Stafford's character. Oh, Michelle Phyllis. 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 I think Phyllis was more broken up about Amanda leaving than Devon was. Because Phyllis yep. doesn't have a friend. Phyllis doesn't. Yes, yeah, I know. I, I, I know. That, and that's, well, well, don't worry, Phyllis, because some people are coming back for you. <laughs> her baby. But her baby. Her baby. Is. Her baby. Yeah. Because we got Michael Damien. Both no, of we got Michael Damien and. Yeah. And Michael Gross today, rock on. Yeah. And I like to point out, who said that towards the 50th, they better get Michael Damien? You're welcome, America. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
I'll take credit. Okay. Wait, are we done? No, but oh. No, we still up. We got we got like no. five minutes. We no, got four I got, minutes. I heard a but, yeah. I'm sorry. Let, oh, okay. Let me let me just say that somebody uh, tweeted a picture of the hook person up close, and you can oh, yeah. see how how she looked from her basically from under her nose, her upper top lip down to her uh, neck. I'm, I'm going to say this. Can I, can she's I got a square chin. Who has a square right. chin? Okay, so here's the thing. General Hospital, I said this too. You guys are going to feel a curve. It's that Blaze chick. Blaze. Isn't that the new girl? No, who came it's, to town? it's Rory. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, he is going hmm. on the curry. It's Rory. Rory? Wow, it's a woman. Blaze is the rock chick with um Blaze is the the partner that's gonna be with Chase. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Everybody she's only been on a couple times, but Yeah. Why would she go around wanting to to kill people? That's what I'm saying. I would, okay, here's the thing. I think that there was a two, there's two Merc killers, okay? I think, obviously, one is the one that we all fake, and then they're going to dupe us and say, surprise, it was the second one. Coming soon, it's twins or General Hospital. No? Okay. I, I think it's worse, and he's, and he's got major issues that is going to unravel and unravel nicely for us. Yeah, but you I got I got the woman. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture, what? Anthony. And yeah, I'm looking at the picture. Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael Damon is going to be on seven episodes of Young and Rock. Yeah, ow. Okay, sorry. Yeah, he's no, it's cute. a woman. He's he, but but take take the take the uniform off him. Put a wig on him. Put some bang, bangly bracelets on his arm. That he's he's living out some Norma Norma base you know kind of fantasy that he's his mother kind of thing and he could he could pass for a woman. I'm, I'm just gonna say, Shadow Hospital. If y'all wasn't gonna commit, um, you shouldn't have did the storyline because I'm not I'm not being hooked in watching it. This, you you guys had a great premise of doing a good hook storyline and you let us down. You did, okay. and if it was Elizabeth, it would have been a great storyline. Screw that. If it was well, me, I would have I would have hooked everybody. I'd be like this. What's my reason? Here's my reason. Because in two thousand and five, Sonny killed my daddy and put him in and in, in, in stuff like that. I said the reason that I came after that I was coming after Spencer is because Nicholas Castadine and this is true. This is actually part of this this, this actually happened. In 2004, Nicholas was broke, and he had to ask for some money. Well, guess what? I'm here to collect based off of my family. And Cody is my long-lost something, and we're tag-teaming. We're taking over Port Charles. And the reason I'm trying to hook Ava is because she's a drone. And, and, and her mama ran Delia's bar, and I'm still not paying that drink. That's why I did it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah. And the reason well, I tried to get Josh was because she had good hair, but then I saw Brando and I was like, dang, he can't be with me, so nobody can. Huh. 
Oh, girl, let's just let's let, let's just let the cat out of the bag. It's Cook. We're finally going <laughs> to see Cook's face. It's Cook. Oh and you know Cook no, has a hug. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> ladies and Anthony, wait, ladies and gentlemen, this is probably the first time it's happened on General Hospital. But then again, this is a show that had Casey the alien. Ladies and gentlemen, it was Moss. Moss transformed the into Moss. a person. It was Moss, yeah. <laughs> Yo, well, go. Pam, tell we them can... about our special episode coming up on Tuesday. Oh, you go ahead and talk about it because right now I'm like in the middle of the book and um, I got too many feelings. So... Go ahead and there's and a multi- it. I cannot remember his name. I thought, oh God, I can't J. remember. J.D. J.D. Slackert. Thank you. There is a movement out there about handwritten letters and sending. You know, your it, it, it there's there's a difference between opening up an email. There's a difference between you know getting just a standard kind of card. A handwritten letter is love, and mm-hmm. we're going to be talking with him on Tuesday night, special um, episode, and we're taking off for the rest of the month for Thanksgiving, so please come right. and join us at 7 p.m. on Tuesday. It's going to be a great conversation. Yeah, absolutely, and the name of his book is called Darling. You're not oh alone. Gosh, I- you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. And um, the campaign, the letter campaign is called You're Not Alone. Um, and basically you'll get what all of this means and what it's all about on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's the 15th. Um, so I hope you'll join us because this is something really different. And uh, really it's special. Gonna be a, it, it is. And it's going to be really emotional. Um, so you might want to bring your your Kleenex. <laughs> because um, I've already, uh, like I said, I'm in the middle of the book and I've already cried several times. So, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's a sad cry, but um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that right now. It's life. So it's good. It's life. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's life in all its shapes and colors. Yeah. Yes, please come Absolutely. join us 7 p.m. Tuesday, special episode. All right, everybody, yeah. it has been a all wonderful right. show. Greg Vaughn, you are the man. And um, don't worry about it. You take that shirt off whenever they tell you to. We, we, we go with it. <laughs> You're a real man, Greg. You're a real man. Yes. <laughs> You'll never hear complaint one by any of us. <laughs> All right. Good night, right. everybody. Good night. Thanks, guys, for joining me. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Carolyn. You. And Carolyn, speak up more. Yes. <laughs> Happy anniversary, everybody. Yes, for sure. We love you. All right. Thank you. All right, goodbye, everybody. See you Tuesday.